Yo, welcome back to Earth Go Hard. It's your boy Ben Lewis. Today I'm sitting across a new friend, a good yep. friend of mine, Zach Carter. Zach, great to have you, brother. Thank you so much for having me, man. I Zach, really, really appreciate it. Oh, of course, man. I'm glad you could uh, join me for the fifth episode. And uh, I got some good questions for us today, and I think people are really going to enjoy this this episode. So, first of all, just like I do in every episode, tell me a little bit about yourself, what you do for work. I am uh, from Dallas, Texas. My name is Zach Carter from Dallas, Texas. Born and raised. I went to Texas Tech for college. Um, my mom is from West Texas, so I've always kind of been partial to, to West Texas out there. So I enjoyed my four and a, four and a half years out there. And, um, oh, boy. And then came back to Dallas. Um, I was a project manager for a construction company for about seven years. And then I got into the mortgage business after that during COVID. Right, right. So how old are you? I am 30. Okay, so he's a baby. I'm 33 for all those listening. Just back problems. You know, I have a couple beers. I'm hungover for three days. <laughs> it's going to creep up on you, man. Yeah. So construction business, huh? What did you do as far as that project manager you said? Yeah. So we did custom. The company I worked for did custom hardscape. So what that is, it pretty much anything. We did anything besides putting in pools so any you know fences decks patios outdoor kitchens um pretty much anything like that you know you said you were you're a partial to west texas yes i'm very impartial to west texas most people are yeah i was gonna say you know i i i'm pretty sure the dove season their dove hunting over there is a lot better than east texas yeah but other than that i just i have a hard time grasping on to the the allure it's it's very barren um i mean it is it is the desert out there. Yeah, it's, it is. It's mostly flat, especially where I was from in Lubbock. Um, my mom's side of the family from Odessa area, um, Mojo High. Um, it is. It's it's flat. It's hot. Um, but I, I there's a special place in my heart for it. I love to hear that, man. I guess, you know, we all, no matter where we're from, well, I guess that depends. But for the most part, we, we all have that special place in our heart for where we grew up. Um, yeah, absolutely. I grew up in Dallas, moved to Forney. So, you know, this whole east side for me this currently, is yeah. Rockwall, Texas, you know, I didn't make it far. But once I found Rockwall, I just settled in. Uh, first time I ever grew roots. And it's, you know, I tell everybody, it's like, I love it out here. I do, too. I, I really love it. Being from Dallas, you know, I had friends that had lake houses and stuff like that. But being in Rockwall now... Uh, my wife's family, they have a boat. So like nice. summertime, it's not like you have to go to a lake house or anything right. like that. You've got it right here where it's, you, I mean, you have everything on this side of the lake. What, I, what kind of boat they got? They have an Axis wakeboarding boat. Oh, yeah. And then a, um, I don't want to get this one wrong. It is a, a bass cat uh, bass fishing boat. Okay, cool. So are, do you like to surf? Do you wakeboard? What's your... Uh, I like to wakeboard. Surfing's fun. I, I haven't done it very much, but it is... Uh, it's a lot of fun. I, I mostly just enjoy being on the boat, man. Anytime That's you can be on a lake. See, I'm, I'm more of a surfer. Uh, used to wakeboard as a young man, but you know, it's you you fall going 24 miles an hour these days. <laughs> it, it doesn't feel very good, man. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, up a little bit. Yeah, absolutely. You know, it's I love your shirt by the way. I'm I'm looking at a shirt. It's got a giant cock on it with a AR-15. It's a rooster. <laughs> I'm using the technical term, okay, guys. Just making sure the listeners are aware that I don't have a giant. He's not dick on giant, my shirt. giant dildo on there. No, it's a it's a rooster. That's that's a cool shirt. I definitely appreciate that. 
Um, so cool, man. So now you're you're uh, with Cardinal Mortgage. Cardinal Financial. Card- yeah, I'm Cardinal a loan. Financial. I'm a loan officer with uh, Cardinal Financial now. Yep. Now we did a video not too long ago. Actually, uh, it was very well received. It was yep. right before interest rates took off on us, which <laughs> right. couldn't have happened at a worse time. Yeah. Um, but for those of you listening, you know Texas Landman over here. I love selling raw land. Actually, I just listed 1.5 acres today, and I'm supposed to have an offer on it tonight. So fingers crossed. I love that. Um, but that being said, he has this program basically where you can find the piece of land. You have your build plans, which this piece of land actually has build plans available with it. And you present that to my boy, Zach. You have a one-time close mm-hmm. at 3.5, uh, 5%, 20% down. Pay the interest only up until it's closed. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. So you, uh, this is one of the, the cool things about it, typically in a construction uh, loan like this, typically it's, you know, 15, 20% down. Sometimes I heard the other day someone was making him put half God down. God bless. Um, so yeah, he's going with the wrong guy, but ours is, is the standard product conventional 5% down FHA three and a half USDA and VA 0% down still have to play closing costs, but it's, it's only one, one set of closing fees instead of your land costs, then your construction costs and then your mortgage. So it is a neat product. Yeah. Well, you know, that brings me up. Sorry, Kane is, (laughs) you know, anytime I have company, he grabs the biggest bone he can and just like chomps it. Um, but that brings me up to how we met. Yeah. Okay. So as a realtor, I've been in this nine years. You know, you start getting a little success under your belt. These lenders, they start popping out the woodworks. I know. I so, hate doing this. So I, I get I get this DM from this guy. I'm like, oh, my God, bless. Like, Another here one. we go. Here we go again. But, you know, he was relentless. But also, he had some class to him. Wasn't just your regular, like, annoying just lender. Let's go to lunch. Let's go to lunch. Let's yeah, go to lunch. Yeah. <laughs> he tricked me. He really tricked me. He brought up duck hunting. He knew, he knew my soft spot. So, so we ended up uh, meeting up, had some coffee at Starbucks. Yeah, shot the shit for a good couple hours, maybe hour and a half, something like that. Yeah, uh, started talking duck, duck hunting land, just hunting in general, mm-hmm. and um, I ended up adding them to the group chat. So that's <laughs> that's how it kind of went down. Yeah. Uh, speaking of duck hunting, uh, duck hunting land, you have is it your father in law that has the duck hunting? Yep. Camps and land and all that good stuff. Yeah, father in law. So he's got a duck camp mm-hmm. that's north of here, correct? Northeast, yeah. Okay. Yeah, just on the Sulphur River. Got you. Okay, and he's got, what, 400 acres plus a lodge? or I think it's closer to 600. Wow. Yeah. You know, it's getting a lot harder to find that amount of land in one single purchase. Yes, very like, much so. It's, it's wild. When I first started, I was always preaching buy land, buy land, buy land. And you could do it pretty – it was readily available. But now it's – you start finding the 100-acre tracks, you know, 80-acre tracks, maybe a 200-acre track here and there. But 600, that, that's hard to find unless you're going, like, to DeWalt, Texas. Like, yeah, it was a, it was a good deal. It was – I mean, it was awesome. The property is incredible, um, and it's a duck hunter's paradise. I mean, especially – if you're a deer hunter, too, I mean, it's got everything. It's got pigs, deer, ducks. I mean, you name it. But if you're a waterfowl hunter – that's Man, a spot. It is, it's paradise. How many times have you been up there? Uh, too many to count. Oh, I can't, man, I can't even you. remember. Yeah. It's, I, man, I, I try to go. Well, the best part about it is that it's only an hour away from Rockwall. Yeah. So, I mean, if even if you want to do a hunt before work or, you know, need to be back in the afternoon for something, it's not like you're having to go out to a ranch that's really far away because Texas, I mean, yeah. you see that when you're coming into 
I want to say it's like Southeast Texas. You see that one sign. It's like Beaumont, 10 miles, El Paso, 875 miles. I have seen that. I've been to El Paso. I've made that drive before. Yeah. So Texas, you got a lot of land to cover. So it's nice having (laughs) something that's just an hour away. You know, that's the beautiful thing about duck season is I let all my clients know that like it's my priority. Like I will be hunting in the morning. I'll be at work by 10. Um, We have some land or we, a buddy of mine, merged companies and the guy owns 500 acres in farmersville and there's oh two God, wow. giant ponds yeah it's like he's sitting on a legitimate gold mine Literally. Uh, so he's got two two giant ponds one's probably about four acres the other's about 10 acres we have a blind on the four acre pond on the south side we have a blind on the south and the north side on the big pond and um man we smacked him last year we we absolutely smacked them, and I'm talking every species. Yeah, Canvas, it was a good season last year. Yeah, we actually had water. Well, okay, so that's interesting. I think maybe we were talking about the other day is duck numbers are down about twenty percent. Yeah, blue wing is up twenty percent, and redheads are up about like ten to fifteen percent. I didn't know the redheads. That's yeah, awesome. the redheads are up. So everything else is down. Redheads are up. Blue wings are up. Okay. So um, actually, what is it? There's a magazine, Texas Outdoors, I believe. They called me yesterday or two days ago. The publisher, Bill, shout out Bill. Uh, he called me. He's like, hey, man, heard you got the Ducks Unlimited thing coming up. I want to send you a full subscription, 12-month subscription, and then give awesome. this away. Yeah. Yeah. It's got its perks. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, he hit me up, and, you know, me, I always want to talk talk shop. I was like, so I heard the numbers with ducks. Tell me what you're seeing. And so he basically told me the same thing. He said that he expects teal season to be extreme this year. Awesome. They and, were they were extreme all year last year. It man, seemed like. really? Yeah. That's we shot a lot of teal year round, not year round, but you know what I mean. During yeah, I got the season. you. I got you. I guess actually that green wing right there, that was my last. Was it my last shot? No, maybe it wasn't. But I shot a, a green wing. Was the last bird that I shot, and it was the end, like last day of season. Last bird of the year. Last bird of the year. I Dang. shot a mallard right before that, but um, yeah, I, I honestly didn't shoot too many. Maybe around like ten, and most of yep. them were green wings. Yeah, yeah. Green wings are they've been very plentiful it seems yeah, like. Lately. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, I've never shot a Drake blue wing. So, I remember you actually told me this. Or maybe I have, um, yeah. Probably one of the first times we met. So the the colors with the blue wing teal and my father-in-law was actually the one who told me about this is that their colors, especially the drakes, really don't come out, pop out like they have those really pretty almost like charcoal heads with those white stripes. Right. And those colors really don't pop out till, I want to say, like, early spring. I, really? I might be wrong, but okay. I want I think that's what my father-in-law told me. So, like, I know, like, especially early teal season, which we're going on um, this like Saturday. Three days, yeah. Yeah. I'm um, stoked. They're probably still going to all be kind of like that khaki-ish, you know, sand, sand color. I don't think the drakes will really have those colors. The blue wings will still be there, but... Um, I don't think the Drakes will have their their pretty heads on them. Yeah, we, you know we call those uh, teal fast food. They just they are they scream man. They're so fast. Yeah, yeah. It sounds like jets flying around. It does, especially when they're in those big groups. I love it, man. Yeah, that that sound like gives you chills. It does, and, and I got some friends that have never been duck hunting uh, ever, and so this year I, I really hope to get them out there. And you know, I, I remember shooting my first. It was my first ever was a blue wing. Mine too. 
Yeah. Mine was too. It's just, once you do it, it's, you get that, you hear them, you, you get that like feeling like, okay, well, let's see what this is about. And then you start seeing, man, we had a group of canvas back, maybe like 15 to 20 right over our blind. And I've it, never shot a canvas It bag. was so loud. It was like, it sounded like an airplane just flew right over yeah. top of us. And they circled twice, man. And it was, oh my God, it was one of the craziest experiences I've seen. Uh, we had one day where we hunted and it was, I'd never seen that many ducks in my life. You know, I hadn't been caught or, uh, I haven't been to Arkansas yeah, to do either. it yet. Yeah. I heard it's just ridiculous. I've seen all the Instagram videos, but it felt like I was in Arkansas That's and it was every cool. single type of bird. Yeah. And, um, all the species. Of oh them. man. What a day. Uh, I was with my buddy, Greg Haynes. You met him at my birthday. Yeah. Yep. Uh, I was with Greg, his business partner, Trent, and then Jace. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. So, so That's that was a good a, hunt then seeing all of them. Oh, dude, it was crazy. Like yeah. we, it was a mixed bag, like as good as it gets. That's awesome. That's always fun when you get to see all the different species. Yeah, it really and is. Getting, it, seeing all those colors. Yeah. And you know, that's, you don't really get to understand that or I never would have, I don't think, um, until I went hunting and like actually took the birds down and got to look at them and figure out what I was actually looking at. Otherwise yeah. you're just like, that's just a duck. Yeah. Well, and that's, I mean, cause you go to ponds and I mean, you see mallards, all the time, but the there's one th- another thing my father-in-law told me is that if you look at the mallard's feet, they have those bright orange feet, and the ones that are really, really like vibrantly like highlighter orange are the ones that have migrated from the north. No the, kidding. The ones that are kind of like, I mean, all all drakes mallards have orange feet, but the ones that are just kind of there, just the orangey, just pasty orange are probably like lake ducks that we have here in Rockwall, but the ones that are vibrant colors are the ones that actually migrated from probably Canada or something like that. That's interesting. I wonder what that's about. Like maybe diet or I don't know. Them just being stressed from flying so far. Yeah, golly man. They're an incredible bird. So that is a far I'm telling you. So the the reasoning of the decline from what I've read, what people have told me is the West Coast has never seen a drought like this ever. So mm-hmm. what they're thinking is the birds probably won't even hit the west fly zone. They're probably just going to skip over and hit the central. So well, I'm glad we're not in the west. Yeah, no kidding. So <laughs> I'm hoping, like, obviously I'm trying to be op- optimistic. We didn't have any rain for the most part all year up until now. Oh, my God. The summer was brutal. And there's actually some uh, ducklings. Like, there's a duck that had a full hatch over at Harry Myers, And, you know, I'm, I'm over there couple times a week walking the dog and I kept up with them you know watching the ducklings grow up and now they're they're damn near full grown but she started off with I want to say 13 and she ended up with either eight or nine okay. so yeah. and they're all hens which was interesting huh. yeah nice. I was like okay uh but yeah so it's I, I'm I'm very hopelessly optimistic like they'll just hit the central fly zone and you know we'll get we'll get a good smack at them this year. I think we will. We're finally starting to get some rain. Um, that habitat's slowly slowly building for us, at least in northeast Texas. But and I heard we're supposed to have an early freeze up north too. I hope so, man. God, last year that was really what was getting on my nerves. Is like we never got that consistent freeze up north, and so they were just chilling. Yeah, they they, they didn't. Yeah, they never leave. got pushed down. Yeah, and so I'm I'm hoping that I mean we're supposed to have a freeze down here, but. That's past the season. I, yeah. I really like to be sitting in a frozen blind. I like I like the feeling my gloves are frozen. Duck solid. hunting weather. Yeah. True I, I duck love hunting it. weather. It's like I want to kind of suffer in a way. Yeah. 
Well, that's one. Well, that's when I feel like the birds are flying the most. You got to have wind. The weather's yep. going to be nasty. I mean, perfect in my opinion. Perfect is when it's sunny, so they can see the decoys. Blue bird day. Yeah, but it's it's got to be cold and windy too. Mm-hmm. Um, at least windy when it's you know stale and cloudy. Those they'll, are typically a little. Down. Yeah. Yeah, they'll stay down. They, you know, they need that when they're such big animals. They need that wind to kind of get them up off the. Yeah. Yeah, stir them up a little bit. Yeah, come on, man. Come on down to my pond, my, my blind. Well, I you probably can't see it. We're in a, my office right now. I have boxes almost stacked up to the ceiling. I got Taller Zach skinnied in this little nook that I have available just for us to hang tight. Our banquet's on Tuesday, so I'm looking forward to getting all this stuff out of my house. But I think they doubled down on my decoy order on accident. <laughs> like literally bro there's like so many decoys i'm like jesus christ like i didn't order that many but um somebody's going home with a ton of decoys hey they're they're useful that's More for sure someone will put them to work oh yeah 100 percent. so yeah i uh you know i i really focus on my spread i focus on the amount of calling i do a lot of people just like to let that thing ring and it's like look man you got to be really strategic with your call yeah because later on in the season what was it? Uh, wingtips and ass assholes is what they say. Mm-hmm. That's what you call that. So <laughs> you know, if if they're coming at you, leave leave it alone. If they're dipping, you hit their wingtips and assholes, and you try to get them to turn. And when they turn, you leave them alone, and you kind of get that spread moving. I like the jerk rig. It's yeah. one of my favorite decoy things. Those are cool. Those it's are very cool. very simple. It's just decoys on a string, but yeah. you get you know you get that water moving. They love it. Yeah. Yeah, show some motion in there. And you know, another thing that I found was I, I have the spinning wing duck decoys, um, the mallard, so it looks like he's kind of coming off the water. I don't leave that sucker running. They see it. If it keeps running, they're, they're gone. Yeah. They don't like it. And later on in the season, I don't even run it. I don't know about you or what your thoughts on that. but I, You know, it's it kind of just depends. Like you said, I mean, it kind of depends on what the birds are doing. Um, but I definitely agree with you with the, with the calling stuff. Um, I think it's more fun to, you know, if, if you see birds, it's, and I suck at calling. So usually there's someone in the group that's at least decent at it. But, uh, it's, I think one of the coolest parts about duck hunting is when they're, they might not, you know, they're, they're thinking about it and then you, you know, you, you, you quack at them and you see one, it doesn't take all of them, but just right. one might miss a, might miss a wing flap or something like that. And you know, that, that bird heard it. Yeah. Yeah. You got him. Yeah. He's, he's curious and that's all it takes to get him down there. Um, but it's it's a it's a cool experience getting to witness, you know, talking with with wild animals like that. A hundred percent. And and so let me ask you this: what is what would you say your favorite type of hunting is? Is it is it duck hunting? Is it deer hunting? Is it bow hunting? Like, t- tell me a little bit about yourself. I I love this question um, because it's it's not black and white for me. I I love deer hunting will probably always be my favorite. Um, is that the first thing that's, that you that's ever what did? I grew up doing? Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Um, it's just, it's yeah, that, that's definitely my favorite. But the thing about deer hunting, um, I prefer bow hunting to, to when I deer hunt, cause it's, it just makes it a lot harder. Um, and being that close to the animals is, mm-hmm. I think that's, that's the coolest part about being a hunter is getting, being able to be, you know, kind of really, really close a and predator. Into, yeah. But in, mm-hmm. in getting to see, I mean, and honestly, it seems like most of the time when I'm bow hunting is I, I, I almost prefer to watch, you know, if I get to shoot something, that's, you know, that's just a cherry on top, but getting to like, you know, be 10 feet from a coyote or a bobcat, or we even have mountain lions. I'm not, uh, 
a probably a mountain lion up my ranch in, in West Texas, but um, probably bow hunting for sure for deer is is my favorite. But duck hunting is so different. I I I don't like it more, but duck hunting is so much fun. Duck hunting is probably more fun. Yeah, but I enjoy deer hunting more. Duck hunting is you got a camaraderie. You've got, you know, you can sit with your boys and hang out and talk, actually talk. Right, right. You know, it, you can, you know, goof off and and have fun with your guys, and it's basically just you're hanging out, but you're also getting to duck hunt. That's what, in my opinion, that's what makes duck hunting so much fun, is because you're getting to not only get to, you know, shoot these awesome birds, but being able to like. Hang Shoot out. the shit. Yeah, exactly. One hundred percent. Like you said, like deer hunting, you're just very quiet. Yeah, like don't it, say and when anything. you're bow hunting, man. It's it's usually I just go by myself. You know, if I've, I've got a I've got a cool little mount on my bow that I can I can put my camera on it or my phone. But yeah, man, you're just by yourself. You're sitting there for hours, and you might not even see an animal. You might right. just be shaking in your boots the whole right. time. Right. But that suffering. There's something about that suffering, and it's it's so weird. It's like that masochism. You're like, oh, this sucks so good. Makes you appreciate a it hot does. shower. It really does. And, yeah. you know, I've, I did quite a few solo hunts last year just for duck. Um, you know, I just, I've been deer hunting quite a bit. I'd never, for I guess the first nine years that I did it, I just never saw a deer, man. And, yeah, well, it's, and that's why it's called hunting, you know. Yeah, it's, no it's kidding. Hard. And so, I not that I gave up on it, but, you know, just the, the bird, the dove, all that stuff. It's just, uh, it was a lot quicker pace. Yeah. When and, it is in, in bird hunting is it's, it's definitely more, more action and it's, it helps with the ADD, you know, for sure. Yeah. Not you, just sitting there twiddling. Right. Your thumbs. You're right. You pull that jerk rig a little bit. You kind of click your mojo, makes you make a flap, yeah. call a little bit. So it's, you know, that's, that's personally why I would say duck hunting is my favorite. Yeah. Um, solo or not solo like you said you can sit there shoot the shit we always have a little bit of whiskey on the table with us and so it's uh it's one of those things where the camaraderie you just the stuff that you say to your friends is just ridiculous yeah it's some of the best memories you'll 100%, have percent. absolutely yeah so that's great what uh let me ask you what's your what's your favorite shotgun that you're using right now so all of my shotguns that i have are from my grandfather nice um I have that. That's a hard question. So the one he used um, was a Browning A5. Love it. I got one of those right behind you. Hell yeah, yeah. Probably you do. around yep. his that that yeah. age, man. Mine is super banged up. Oh yeah, I've man. actually only shot that one time, and I put a three inch shell in there, thinking that it could handle it. And, I did that same thing. Okay, like, <laughs> it wasn't it, just it's me. Not, it's, not <laughs> it's a duck gun, man. I'm like, come yeah. on, it's got to handle the three inch. Yeah, I did. So yeah, so. uh awesome semi-automatic if you don't know what a browning a5 is it's a super classic like you said duck gun um my favorite though is a it's another browning that was my grandfather's and it is a side-by-side elmer fudd sick um it is badass yeah that's kind of my my quail i'll take it upland yeah i'll take it duck hunting rarely just because um it's it's awesome, but yeah. I I typically shoot the the semi automatic. You know the side by sides are supposedly making a comeback. I I mean I've had it for a long time and I think they're awesome. If you like Elmer Fudd or anything, the classic, it's got the double rifle. You know the Safari double rifle look to it. Oh, it's yeah, it's that, just a badass gun. That's great. Yeah, yeah. I I don't personally have one. I just bought that over and under. It's a some cheap Turkish gun. But I was at the what was I was in the Colony Gun Show or something with a buddy of mine and. 
You know, I just I saw it. It looks really sharp. I shot it. It's a sexy gun. Yeah, it looks good, doesn't it? It was six hundred bucks. I was like, okay, like let's do it. It's hard to go to a gun show and not spend any. I know. I had six hundred in my pocket. I left with zero dollars. It was literally (laughs) six hundred bucks, almost on the dot. And um, yeah, so we went out there. He bought. He ended up getting an AR. He got. Man, he got like three guns. He got a Glock. It's like he just went all out. Well, hey, I mean, if you're going to a gun show, you have to at least expect to buy a gun. A gun, because you know you're, especially if you're like into that kind of thing, you know you're gonna go and see something that you like. Well, we got shoot, we got I think around like 26 guns at the banquet coming up on oh, Tuesday. No kidding. Yes. Oh, great. Yeah, I know. So we're gonna be <laughs> emptying everybody's wallet out there. <laughs> I'm a little for concerned, birds, man. We we got a lot of people that are like last minute showing up, so we're up in our food order last minute. Awesome, we're, dude. Yeah, it's gonna be That's good. Awesome, I'm dude. I'm really excited. You know, I even wrote a speech. Like, who am I? I'm gonna be. Up and it's there. at a badass place. If you haven't been to Southern Junction, yeah, Southern Junction is the honky tonk. It really is, man. It's it's a whole vibe within itself. It's like. Yeah. I think you used to be able to smoke in there. It's like the if Shit, the walls you might could still talk. Can. I know you can grill your own <laughs> You're steak. You're probably right. Yeah. yeah, you can grill your own steak. They teach you. They got like two stepping lessons on Thursday and stuff like that. Um, the ex president of my chapter is actually the DJ up there. Okay. Yeah, he's like you know this old. He, he they call or he calls himself the fat bald roofer. <laughs> so he's a roofer and a DJ, and so uh, watch out, Kane, and. Uh, yeah, so anyways, that's we got the hookup up there and it's it's a whole vibe, man. Like it's it's just a whole vibe, but I mean, I'm looking forward to it. This going to be fun. Yeah, it really is, man. I I'm glad that you're coming out. So, let's talk about this this hunt we got coming up on Saturday morning. Yeah. So, so we kind of had a change of plans. Um the place we were going to go, we we literally don't have any. It hasn't rained in North Texas. Right. Um it recently has, but it's been spotty, so it hasn't rained I guess where personally I needed it to. So we're going to go to a different spot um, that has water. It's got, um, it's at, it's actually at my father-in-law's house, which is the one that we did the video. Yeah. The one that we did the video. Sweet. I actually, you know, I was at the gun range. I just, well, you were there for my birthday. I was, I just signed up a membership there and I went. Yeah. So you've been working there. I have <laughs> your new office. Yeah. office hey, two. I've met some great people up there. I'll be honest I'm sure. with you. you. You should probably consider it's a good it. networking. Spot. Yeah, it really is. Uh, but on the way back, I was on the phone with somebody and uh, I was driving by. I was like, yeah, I'm going teal hunt this weekend. Yeah. Opening day. Does it get any better? I don't think so. No. I'm curious. I, I, you know, I'm sure we'll see one or two. I, I hope so. It's, it's going to be at least since it's still really hot. I actually looked at the weather though. Um, Saturday morning is going to be like 65. Wow. So, yeah. So, especially for, like, guys who get up early on hunting days, we'll actually get to enjoy that weather for people who sleep in. You know, it'll probably be 90 degrees by yeah. 10 o'clock, but at least we'll be in and out of there by then. I was going to say, you know, like, early teal season, like, you got to bring your snake gun. You got to, you know, oh my God, have yeah. the T-shirt and then the waders. That's, you know, mine are, what's that? I don't even know the material. It's like so neoprene? thick. Neoprene? Neoprene. Neoprene, yeah. Well, when you got a size 15 shoe, there's only like two people that make a, a 15. 15, <laughs> bro. And so I scoured. It's called Guide Gear, which I had personally never heard of. But I haven't, haven't either. Yeah, I mean, that, that's all I could find. And they've been great. They've been absolutely fantastic waiters. But boy, do they get hot. So I pulled the trigger i i uh was, i already know what you're gonna say i uh <laughs> I, I i didn't convince my wife because if she's gonna listen to this i <laughs> i sold it to her 
very well because they're a hundred percent serviceable. Yes. Um, Sitka, right? I knew it. Uh, you didn't even tell me the story. Go ahead. Go ahead. Sitka. Sorry. So, so I had the, and it's probably one of the best waiters ever made. The the Cabela's Super Mag. They're like three hundred dollars, maybe. Might even be two hundred fifty dollars. Great waiter. But I had those for the past few seasons, and they finally bugged out. They had a hole in Sprung them. Leak. Yeah. Um, and they're hot. They're neoprene like yours. They are hot, especially. I mean, it takes a long time for Texas to cool off. Honestly, even though in November when duck, when full on duck season opens, it's still it still can be kind of hot. It really is, yeah. Um, but yeah, so I, I pulled the trigger the, uh, late spring this year and got the Sitka waiters. Um, they came in. They've been still sitting nice. in my. Uh, Congrats, by the way. Thank you. I know. I'm I'm really man. Pumped, man. I'm so excited that's to use awesome, them. Awesome, bro. Like that's every guy's dream. Like my buddy Brandon, that was on the podcast you listened yeah. to. So he had never duck hunted. We randomly met at a bar and now we're like doing hunting trips and like he's he wants to get into duck hunting yeah and so he hadn't bought his waders yet but like he keeps on asking me like just like when he was asking me what shotgun he should get i was like super black right. eagle super black eagle yeah he's like what waiter should i get i'm like sick of dog like it, yeah should it, they're, it, they're, yeah. dude if they spring a leak just send them back well and another cool thing about them which i didn't know is that when they send them when you like when the box comes in they give you a patch kit Nice. So, and they will not only if because I, I think that if you do get a leak in them, if you send them back during the season, you're probably not going to get them back. Right. Till I mean, if you do, it'll probably be towards the end of the season, anyways. Right. So they do give you a little patch kit. They have instructions on how to patch it and everything like that. Um, so that that is good. But yeah, I mean, I'm I'm looking forward to. It. And another thing that with the Cabela's waiters that I had, the Sitka ones have a zipper, which I drink coffee i pound coffee in the duck so you line get hot as hell not only do oh, i get hot piss. as hell but i gotta piss like <laughs> yeah. at least like two or three times while we're hunting so having that zipper man is gonna be is gonna be yeah, coming handy this year that's clutch <laughs> that you might know, be my favorite part if you hunt with me and jace you drink a lot of whiskey he, he either has to piss or throw up so you know oh boy <laughs> he doesn't need a zipper for the second one though yeah. <laughs> yeah, no man kidding. we uh we had a hunt it was funny i uh richard brand He's a good friend, a client, um, and the Kaufman County chapter president for Ducks Unlimited. So he had never met Jace, and, you know, Jace is my buddy. I want everyone to win in my group. So I'm like, hey, man, like, this would be a great client to potentially get. Like, let's yeah. bring him out to the land. He likes to duck hunt. Let's, you know, let's get after it. So we get out there, and per our typical tradition, we have a nice bottle of whiskey, uh, reserve, which is – or reserve we're gonna ask what kind of whiskey it's bro it's 25 dollars. it might be some of the best whiskey i've ever had no shit no kidding okay and um my ex used to work at like a tasting type of deal like sampling yeah so she would always bring random alcohol back good stuff and i tried it i was like bro like this is fire i went to the store 25 bucks so i piled up on it you know yeah and and, you know me and jace can drink like we we can (laughs) our livers just process that no big deal but that morning it was it was actually cold. It was, we had some ice on the water. It was about twenty something degrees, which I loved. Yeah. And God bless Jace. He is the biggest goofiest guy. He doesn't know how to walk through anything in waders. So first thing he does, <laughs> he just falls over, gets soaking wet. Oh no. Yeah. So Isn't that get, freezing cold. Freezing. Oh, my so gosh. he just starts pounding this whiskey, man. And it's like. It's trying to beat the hypothermia. Yeah, it's like six thirty, <laughs> not even seven, and he's like spinning. I get the bottle. There's like a fourth of it left. I'm like, Jace, I, I haven't even got any of this. So, you know, give it another 10 minutes. Woof. Dry heaving just 
Oh, no. For two hours. We're shooting ducks, like, left and right. Like, I'm sorry. I'm like, sorry, Jay. That's like, like someone getting seasick when you're going deep sea fishing. 100%. And you're like, you're like, just deal with it. Like, the, we're not we're not going back to the dock. I love you, but. Yeah. This suck is it up. I'm, I'm going to I'm gonna hunt or I'm going to fish. <laughs> yeah, like, this you is can on sit you, the blind and, <laughs> So, yeah, he's driving. I have to end up, uh, I have to put him in the kayak. I have to drag him across because he can't even pick up his head. Oh, my God. Uh, I have to strip him out of his waders, put him in my truck. <laughs> His wife was pissed, to say the least. April, I know you're listening, and we'll see you on either next week's episode or the week after, but you'll be on here. Don't worry. Oh, that's funny. But, yeah, that's that was one of my – you know, I can't – that just goes back to, like, duck hunting and, like, the camaraderie and the stories that you – Yeah, man, that's, that'll be great, a dude. story you'll have for the rest of your life. Oh, 100%. And so I actually I, – I never hunted growing up, so it's something that I, I picked up by myself. Awesome. And, yeah, so it's, it's one of those things that I personally look forward to – teaching my kids because i've seen you know i've seen a lot of my buddies them their parents like that's their thing yeah like they go out they're like yeah i'm taking my son hunting you know they're my age type stuff but still they go do it and it's a nice tradition we started pheasant hunting about seven years ago out in sublet kansas pheasants galore shout out um and they have hundreds of acres they cut strips every hundred feet yeah. or so they got four or five dogs they run the strips oh yeah and i mean they live up to their name it's definitely pheasants galore no that's awesome man pheasant hunting is a lot of fun too it's it's great man i Quail think the, and yes. and all that yeah i think the best part is watching the dogs work dude just watching How those awesome pointers get after it you know and they're just like they don't i mean they freeze yeah it is really fun to watch it, it's really good stuff and so my uncle well i guess my dad's wife's brother so my uncle but this is the third so not you know not blood but anyways love him to death he's actually my family doctor now so anytime i get like a like strep throat which i get quite often for some reason (laughs) i'm like yo uncle mark like it's me again like he's like hey if uh i'll send you anything but if you catch something else don't call me (laughs) i'm like all right that's fair that's fair man so but yeah so he actually he kind of put this whole trip together and now it's been like a family tradition i'm actually gonna miss it this year for the first time my brother actually got the elk draw up in colorado no shit yeah bro so oh my god that's like that's one of my dream I, one of my questions don't let me forget before this podcast is over no, go is, ahead right now is uh the your three hunts that you haven't ever gone on before but that like your bucket list hunts top three okay so it's gonna sound sound kind of silly but I'm big into birds. So, Sandhill Crane. I got two of those coming up this year. Okay, so I'm from – so I went to school in Lubbock. I was going to say. Those are, uh, those are fun. So, talk to me about the taste. Is it really a ribeye or is it I mean, just it's, it's hype? I mean, of course. Like, it's, is it a flame mignon? No. Not, no, it's not. But okay. does it taste absolutely delicious? Is it better than most game? Absolutely, yes. Okay, cool. So, like, it's not – It's, it's still mean, got bird taste. Some, man, and some people might think it's – Better than beef. It's, I mean, right, everyone, you know, everyone's you're got it their up, own. I like it. Okay. But it's, it's, I, I think I, I was, I would still prefer, you know, a beef ribeye over a, a true fair. It's a sandhill crane, but they're fun birds to shoot, man. So I'm doing sandhill. Um, Where you bring your goggles. Yeah, I know. That's what I hear. <laughs> I'm excited to see that kind of stuff, man. Dude, they're, I mean, they they're like violent. flying dinosaurs. Yeah, I know. They're like, literally. They're, yeah. Yeah, they're like I, little I, mini pterodactyls. I cannot wait. I literally cannot wait, bro. It'll be fun, I, man. I'm like, uh, it's yeah. big time on my list. I'm actually doing a uh, snow and speckled hunt in December as well. 
that'll be where is that small goose honestly i don't know my uncle mark actually he just, just hooked like, it up for you yeah he's like hey uh this is what i'm gonna do do you want to go send me your deposit i was like done and i'm going that's awesome so i'm doing sand hill the goose and then another sand hill and then i'll be duck hunting all in between right uh, but let's see i guess if i were going to do something else i'm not you know i got a lot of friends that like to predator hunt like bear Mm-hmm. Uh, mountain lion yeah russ uh, holloway from du he's the regional director over here kind of i guess you would say if i had a boss yeah he would be my boss for ducks unlimited he did a mountain lion hunt which was just intense with man. the dogs yeah dude i mean he shot this thing this they had him pinned on like a 300 foot cliff and he's standing at the bottom of it he shoots up into the tree and that sucker falls damn near 300 feet bro jeez i was like well must have been mashed Is there anything left? Yeah, yeah, it was the craziest thing. Damn. And he just got back from a bear hunt as well. And it, look, man, I, I'm not hating on it by any means. Like, hey, to each their own. But for me personally, like, I'm not big on predator hunting. Uh, even coyotes. I have, like, a hard time shooting coyotes. A lot of people are like, come on, like, they eat this I hear, and that. I'm I hear like, you. I just, I don't I know, you. man. It's like, it reminds me of dogs, and I'm a big pussy when it comes to that kind of stuff, man. Yeah. I got a soft spot. But I think the elk... I'm not getting to pull the trigger, but to be honest with you, I'm okay with that. I think it's just really going to be about the adventure for me. We're going to be camping oh, outside. Absolutely, man. Just su- like the suffering thing again, just me yeah. and my brother. Just... Get on that Stairmaster. Oh, yeah. Well, I, I just bought a Stone Glacier. Is that what it is? I don't know shit about backpacks. Stone Glacier, Mountain Glacier. Let me grab it. Hold on. It's right here. I, I, I do know it was $700, though. I was like, okay, hold on. What yeah, that it? should that should do the trick. What is uh yeah, Stone Glacier. Yeah, so anyways, uh, apparently they're made in America, family owned. They just sold, but they still kinda got the family family business type deal going on. So yeah, you know, I the thing about hunting is you always have to buy the gear. It's not a cheap hobby by any means. Not at all. And it's you know, it's kinda like skiing, you know. It's yeah. either you got you make your own money or you're privileged. Yeah. So, yeah. I grew up very unprivileged, uh, but you know, God bless my dad. He he did very well for himself right about when I graduated. And so like more power to him and, yeah. and quite honestly it made me who I am today, so I got you know, no ill feelings whatsoever. I know they did their best. Uh, but I just didn't have that opportunity. You know what I mean? I hear you. So now, God bless, I've you know, been blessed with all this work, uh, amazing clients, and now I can actually do this kind of stuff, and it's changed my life. Yeah, man. It's a it's a fun adventure. It's it's a long I mean, fun. who doesn't want to be outside? Just like That's the thing. It's And that's what's so weird is that we're, I feel like, as a civilization, we're so far removed from like what we everyone had to do. Right. Is that this, you know, like if you wanted to eat, well, you better kill something, or you're gonna be going hungry. You're That's gonna be picking berries off a tree. Where people don't think, like, and I'm not like using the broad paintbrush. I'm just saying, let's say if I were to stereotype, the left is very like, well, you know, I heard like New Zealand is now banning all advertisement for meat products, or like PETA. They're like, no animal cruelty. It's like, well, okay, how do you think we made it this far in civilization? Yeah. We weren't just eating berries, my friend. Right. Like Well, in the good uh the so I, I before I even say anything, I do think and this this might sound weird, but I do think we need those far lefties on the PETA not not I agree. not I far agree. lefties in general, but I do think but we need far those, those uh the animal rights activists 
because on the other end of the spectrum 100%. on the right, we got people who will just shoot anything, and I think that's just flat out wrong. So I do, and I honestly, I mean, I know they mean well. It's like, but at the same time, when they're like throwing all their crap at us, saying that we're horrible people because we shot a deer, right? It's like you realize that we probably have provided more conservation and stuff. That's the biggest thing about hunters, is that that's what, I mean, that's in the United States does it the best is that. They, you know, if, if there's a lesser population of a certain animal, then they give out a lesser amount of tags. That's exactly right. And it's just a, it's a awesome system. And like you said, you know, you got to be a little privileged or maybe have a little bit of money, but but public land's free too. Show sure is. I mean, damn near so it's $45 at least yeah. to get the stamp. Yeah. Um, and you know, about what you were saying about raising money to help these animals, et cetera. So if I never duck hunted, I never would be a part of this organization. Right. When I joined this organization, we doubled our income that year and i plan on almost doubling our income from last year and 80 percent of that goes directly to conservation of habitat for wetlands clean drinking water just like nature in general yeah um and we love we love the outdoors which is another weird saying i think to me because now everyone lives inside yeah but the outdoors that is our favorite part 100 percent. it's I like I like seeing wild pigs and and wild deer and and elk and bears and wolves and coyotes and rabbits. I mean, you name it, snakes even. I mean, I like seeing all of it. I love the nature part of it. And every time you buy a a license, a, you know, a hunting license or something like that, that goes to habitat. That's exactly right. You know, I'm gonna say something that you'll probably disagree with, but I and it's probably controversial. Is I think that we should lower the limit of duck. And I said that last year. I wouldn't be opposed to that. I mean, six, six, a bag of six is quite a bit per person, especially, you know, most people like myself, man. I got a freezer full of duck that I, I'm going to have to toss because they're freezer burned and I didn't yeah. know how to cook it. What I'll do is I'll put it out in the field and I'll get some hog with it or, like, you know, yeah. something like that. I need, a, I need a share. I've got a couple wild game cookbooks. Nice. I'll – uh I'll uh, lend your way if if you need. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll be tips. hitting you up, man. Well, you know, hopefully we'll get a couple this weekend, and we'll uh, we can just, you know, you just saute. My my only thing that I can think of is just saute it. But I talked to somebody the other day, a good friend of mine. He said to put it in, you know, soak it in water for thirty minutes, then put it in Worcestershire sauce for two hours, mm-hmm. and then grill it from there. But I'm not a big Worcestershire sauce guy. Yeah, it's strong for sure. So there's I I like it a couple different ways. Um, I mean, there's a lot of ways to do it, but in teal, what we're hunting this weekend is the best, I think, in my opinion. I've never actually eaten teal. So teal is, is by far the best. Sweet. I think. It's the least gamey. Pondy. Of, yeah, yeah, cause yeah. Some, I mean, some of them do have a pretty gnarly taste. Yeah, them. oh, God. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean, obviously, if you fry them, they're good. But uh, a lot of times, man, I'll make them like I do Dove Popper. Nice. That, I say, is a great idea. And it's it's easy, and it's, it's I mean, who doesn't like a popper? Yeah, you know. I mean, it's got bacon on it. Yeah, right. You know the downing up here, right? Mm-hmm. On the square? Yeah. I was talking to those guys, and uh, they're like, yeah, bring them up here. So, no yeah, whatever excess Ooh. I had, like, bring it up. I might need to bring some of my venison up there. Bro, you know they're crazy. Like, I might have to do that because I, I pretty much only cook my venison one way, and I, I would like, like to, to see. like see what's up. Yeah. Somebody put yeah. some flair on it. Yeah. I'd be like, why did you do this? Yeah, what is this? <laughs> I love this. My buddy James, actually, his boss just went hunting for moose, and he got one. Oh, my gosh. And man. so he's going to bring some moose over. I've never had moose. I have not either. I have not either. You know, that's, I would feel that's like... One of my, that's one of my... 
Wouldn't that be list. one of the like top like three? Alaska? I mean, honestly, I guess it doesn't really matter where it is, but yeah, I just saw a, a guy. Um, if you're not familiar with it, it's called Half Face Blades on Instagram. Um, the owner of that company is a retired Navy SEAL and started a knife company in, in San Diego, and he just got a monster moose. I don't. Th- I think it was his first time to go moose hunting, and dude. What an awesome animal. And I'm not sure if this is true with elk or not, but I do know moose are pretty aggressive. Yeah. I mean, I, could you imagine? I mean, like, bro. Yeah. That thing is seven, eight, nine videos. foot tall. Yeah. It's the biggest deer in the world. Yeah, I believe it. Yeah. And, and it'll kill you happily. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, they weigh but, like you 900 know, pounds. I feel like the meat on that from them eating all that stuff on the bottom of the pond would not be similar to duck, but may have that pondy taste i don't know it might i don't know shit i'll I, let you know I'll, uh, when i get it man I'll, yeah. I'll try to bring you guys over we'll we'll cook that, it up that would be awesome dude i would love to try moose i know I I'm, I'm excited if you've ever had elk i have elk is is probably my favorite that's that joe rogan shit right there oh yeah that's, you know that's if he's good. eating it's good it's well oh my god i mean but it is man i remember like so my wife does not like wild game at all like absolutely hates it and my father-in-law shot an elk last year last year two years ago and brought back a lot of meat and we made chili with it and you know breakfast i mean Mm. you name it and we were eating chili one uh winter probably last year and she grabbed a bowl and started eating it and you know finished the whole thing she's like that tasted a little odd she's like what was that you're like that was elk i was like it was amazing because you finished your bowl yeah obviously there's no no complaints she's like well no i didn't really like it of course yeah yeah. you should have just told her it was a cow yeah yeah yeah, different seasoning babe don't worry about it man but that's the elk man that stuff's good i'm excited and i've never had elk backstrap but i mean god bless dude i mean you know how good backstrap is yeah it's the most incredible meat like the thing when i shoot deer it's like that's it, i didn't even make it home like no, yeah, i, I yeah, cook yeah. it right there and, right uh let me ask you this do you do you eat the heart have you tried the heart i've had deer heart once What'd i typically i typically don't it's it's okay i mean it's it's just me kind of being a pussy i think and, I, dude something about heart it just tastes so good to me you like it? I do. Like a lot. Oh, I've made like little like dove heart skewers. But oh, nice. I like but I've I think I've only saved one heart from a deer I shot and it's bad on me to to not do it, but it's yeah, I, I get it's, it, man. It's just a I get it. it yeah, and yeah. it's all mental. There's nothing wrong with it. It's it's not like it, I I don't think it tastes bad. It's just a it's 100% mental block. I hey, I've been there, dude. Uh I'm having a hard time eating eggs right now, bro. I think it's eggs lately or something. Dude, I think it's just like I've eaten so many. Like I'm trying to gain weight. Like really focusing on like calorie protein intake and like I ate like four or five a day for like two months straight now. And now I'm just like I look at an egg, I kind of get a little queasy. Yeah, you know. No, I hear you. I feel feel like that. Every I feel like everyone kind of goes through that stage with eggs. Where like everyone for the most part eats eggs. And then when you like something like you, when you're trying to bulk up a little bit and you have to eat a little more, Shit. I'm like, God damn, I really don't want to eat those. Fucking eggs. Yeah. You're like, wow, that's just, well, when you hear like, you smell like rotten eggs or I mean, there's yeah. sayings that come with eggs too. Yeah. And you know, I give, I give this guy a raw egg every morning. So he's, he's always bouncing around when I get back from the gym, <laughs> begging for it. He and like, coming. he gets the egg farts, you know, and I have to live with that. Those are, so maybe that has, those are to, vicious. They're so deep and pungent. It's it lingers it's horrible yeah and they've got that smell like you know it's an egg fart too <laughs> yeah that's exactly right so mm-hmm. do you do you have any dogs i got two dogs i have a rhodesian ridgeback sick he's a boy his name's scar from the lion king I, of course and uh i've got stormy who's a uh rescue pitbull 
Oh, yeah. I love pits. My mom actually has a pit bull, rescue pit bull, and she got him when he was like 10 years old. Oh. He's a sausage. Yeah. Like a legitimate, I mean, his <laughs> legs are boy. probably six inches long. Yeah. And he's just round. Um, I actually pulled up to my house three, four weeks, or maybe a month ago. I don't know. And yeah. I, I was walking up to the front door, and I can see the backyard. And I can see he's out there eating something. I'm like, hey, Joe, what you doing? He's just <laughs> munching. I'm like, Joe, what, what are you doing? He is just going to town on one of his nice doodos. He's just a whole log. And I was like, I was like, Mom, do not let that dog in here. And oh do not my let God, that dog man, dogs me. are so funny. It's it's oh, funny. He's deaf. And like he can't hear. Oh, he's just, yeah, he he's a good boy. But yeah, I mean, I love I love dogs. Cats. I mean, whatever. But yeah, same. I love dogs, man. They're the best. We don't deserve them, man. Um, speaking of dogs, we're supposed to have a puppy. I auctioned off with a month free training at the Ducks Unlimited. No kidding. Yeah, so people are going to melt, oh, including my myself. Oh boy. I know. I was like, oh. I, know. I like want a lab. Is is it a lab? Yeah. Yeah. Chocolate. Oh man. I know. Oh man. It was going to be a Those chocolate male, so but I, I think they sold that, so it's a chocolate female. And you know, I've had I've had a female dog before. Um, in my previous relationship, we had a, a female Dobie the black and the way you like interact with a female dog versus a male dog is night and day it it is different it's very you know like for male dogs i can be a little more rough but the female i'm just like i want to kiss them and just love them and like yeah it's just it's horrible so it's funny (laughs) you say that because my our our girl dog is a pity and she is so like not a she's not aggressive by all means but she is so hyper all the time. She has, she gets those zoomies and we walk, I mean, we walk them, we do, you know, they, and she'll run in the backyard and all that stuff. But man, she is, she is a bulldozer and she's, she's not like a huge pity. She was a, a rescue. So when my wife and my mother-in-law found her, she was like skin and bones, like poor, poor thing. Her tail's like kind of broken and it didn't grow back right. Um, but God, what a sweetheart, but man, she is a bulldozer. She will run through anything. When her and Scar play together, Scar's kind of like, I think, kind of knows that she's just like basically a moving rock, right? And so like he'll kind of try and get out of her way, and she'll just like wa- like launch into him. So your dog was free. I'm taking it. So the pity, yeah. Okay, so Kane was free as well, and the the old saying is the best dog is a free dog. Man, yeah, my my rich back. He's a he's a kind of a drama queen. He, he? I, I bought him. And, yeah, well, yeah. see the the black doby same man. way. I mean, she's a beautiful princess, but she was high maintenance. Well, I think it's because you it's like you know what you came from, and right. then like you and you spoil your dogs. If you're a good dog owner, you spoil your dogs, right? And you, I mean, you, I feel like they like know like what they had and now what they have, hundred percent. And they're just like dad, like dad or mom. Like I just want to be. Like, whatever you say, I love you. Thank you for bringing me into this lovely home. Yeah. 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 So he was kenneled pretty much like more than 20 hours a day. Like, they would go to work. They were both police officers. Go to work, come home, let them out, put them right back in the kennel. So when I got him, he was like, I I was freshly single, didn't really want a dog. And I saw, you know, Dobermans kind of freaked me out, to be honest with you. I'd never seen him before or been up close. Yeah. You know, I'm a dog person. I'm cool with that. I got bit by a Doberman when I was like four. There you go. Yeah. I always hear I always hear shit like that. And so, yeah. you know, I put him in the back of my Range Rover at the time. And, you know, he's kind of crying, which, you know, that's sad. But I get get here to the house. It was bike night. It was a Tuesday night when I used to ride Harleys. And all the dudes were going to come over. So I was like, you know, she told me, she's like, look, if, it, if you don't like them, we're taking them to the rescue on like Saturday or something. Just let me know. Yeah. 
I'm like, all right. So I open up my trunk and, you know, I want to see, like, is this dog going to bolt? And he's like, what's he going <laughs> right, to do? Like, right. help me out here. Like, if I don't, you know, if this ain't going to work, let's figure this out. Yeah. He literally stayed in my yard, like the perimeter. Like, he knew where it was. Aww. It was so weird. He's like, I think this is home now. Okay, yep, this is it. And he didn't touch the, uh, didn't touch the street. He stayed on in my, in my grass. And then... Um, Good All the boy. bikers started showing up, and this I don't even know who it was, to be honest with you, but he had his helmet on, his gloves, and he was, like, fucking with him. I was like, hey, man, like, I don't know that dog. I, I don't know if I would do that. Right. And he's like, no, no, no. He's like, fuck with him more, and he bit him. I was like, I knew from that point on, I was like, you're home. You're home. I told you, don't fuck with yeah, dog. Like, <laughs> what Yeah, what I say? <laughs> so, yeah, man, but, yeah, dogs are great, bro. But we're going to have we're gonna have that lab, and awesome, um, they're going to get the training done. Are we – doesn't your father-in-law have a lab? Yeah. Is he going to be with us tomorrow? Uh, he will be. Yes. Yeah. Okay. M- maybe he might sleep in. So we're going to the um, <laughs> the I mean, luxury more, life of a hunting dog. Yeah. More than likely, um, when he hear when he when the dog hears shots, he he comes running. But he's like, I think eleven now. Oh, okay. So he's oh, an okay. old he's an old geezer now, man. Yeah, he's, he's a big he's, stinker. I remember he was all up on me. He was like, God bless. I'm gonna have to take a shower. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's man. He he lives in that pond out there. Oh, that's great, man. Yeah. So the pond that we were looking at, it's going to be the pond behind that that we're going to be shooting on, I'm assuming? Yeah, so there's like kind of two parts to the property. you got like the house, and then there's like a little bass pond in there. And then there's a creek that cuts the property pretty much in half. And then he's got, um, I think it's only two now, two two duck blinds in the back. There's a nice. spot that we call uh, Cottonmouth. Which I've that, never seen a cottonmouth. I was gonna say, please God, um, tell me there's not a reason for that. But and then and then the other spot is a, um, it's a it's a deeper lake. I've been in there when it was like freezing cold, and man, you're like up, it's it's deep. But um, we'll have one of those spots depending on the weather, and um, yeah, it should be it should be a good time depending on the wind. We'll we'll pick a good spot. Right, right, right. Yeah, you know it's. Man, duck hunting is something else. I'm I'm really looking forward to it. Here, well, man. I'll tell you what, bro. Uh, I think this was a great episode. I'm super glad you came. This yeah, has man. Been a great Thank you conversation. for having me. Man. I really appreciate it. Uh, you got anything you want to tell the people before we get out of here? Man, um, be nice to your dogs. Um, yeah, amen I, to that, brother. Man, I uh, I don't really have anything special to say. Uh, like I said, thank you for having me on, man. And um, yeah, if if y'all are you know wanting to get into the outdoors or anything like that. I'd love, obviously, Ben being the president of the Ducks Unlimited in Rockwall, uh, give him a shout-out or give me a call. I'd love to um, get y'all introduced to doing stuff like that. It's it's a big passion of mine, and I know it is Ben's, too. So, um, honestly, I mean, work's work, you know, if you want to call me for work. But man, I was going to say, give, you, give yourself a little plug, brother. Let him um, know. I am, a, a like I said, I'm a loan officer. Um, but, man, I'm, I'm really passionate about that, those outdoors and those animals. So. I, you know, and that's something I do appreciate you, about you, man. It's, you know, work is work, right? It, that doesn't define you. Right. And I, and I love what I do, too. Right. But exactly you, you, right. You it have definitely to, doesn't define me. It doesn't define you, man. You have to have a passion. You can be great at what you do, and you are great at what you do. Yeah. And that's why I refer a lot of people to you. I appreciate and, that, too, man. Um, you know, it's, it's, you want to work with people that are, that are not only good at their job, but good people at heart because you want to surround yourself with with good like people my, absolutely that's the, that's the best part of life man right on brother well guys this is earth go hard episode five you already know we're gonna be dropping another episode next week we'll see who's on the show but zach carter you got to check him out with carter financial he's my boy he'll help you guys out i promise it so thanks for stopping by Peace, zach guys appreciate thanks so you. much y'all take care